This is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. A man who's gone through hell, but he's kept going and he's smart and he's strong and people love him. Not everybody, but people love him and respect him. Roger Stone. This is uh, Roger Stone and this is the Roger Stone Show here on 70 WABC Radio. I hope you will go download the 77 WABC radio app. That way, by loading it to your cell phone, you won't miss any of the great interviews, commentaries, or musical features that we have here on WABC radio, where we're making AM radio great again. For example, you won't miss the commentary of my next guest, I think it was Milton Berle, an early comedian uh, known to many of our older listeners as Mr. Television, who once said, drama is easy, it's comedy that's hard. My next guest makes comedy look easy. In fact, he makes it look effortless. One of the very few stand-up comics who can actually make me laugh out loud, it is uh, my great privilege to honor and welcome Rob Schneider to the Roger Stone Show. Well, thank you so much, Roger, for that the, the lovely, uh, what you just said was very, very nice. Uh, I will tell you, though, um, it's an interesting time for comedy because the stuff, you know, usually you have to write your own comedy, but now it, it is, um, it's pretty much, uh, you just read the newspaper and, or, or what newspapers people read. You just, like the climate protesters in Manhattan, um, they're protesting for uh, climate. They should what they should all do. Those protesters, they should go down to the beach and protest the ocean because most CO twos uh, come from the ocean. <laughs> so I think that's when I'll take them seriously as protesters. If they really care about the climate, they really want to get get these uh, uh, you know carbon down, carbon levels down. They really got to get the ocean where the ocean's weakest, the beach. Uh, for those who need a refresher, uh, Rob Schneider is, of course, an alum of Saturday Night Live. He is a actor, a comedian, and does incredibly devastating stand-up. You may remember some of his biggest movies. My favorite, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I had a guy working for me recently, a young guy, had never actually seen Animal House. I fired him immediately. Uh, uh, can you imagine? I mean... Again, that would that was a movie that wouldn't come out that you couldn't get made today, which is a sad thing for young people today, where they're they're being too coddled and protected. And I really think that a movie uh, like to me that were such hilarious hilarious movies that actually had, uh, I think, the right ideology, which was like Blazing Saddles. It was really making fun of of uh, you know people on the prairie and their racism. And uh, but just just the, just the idea of the it, it, it's just the content and it, it doesn't matter to the, the context anymore. It's the content, which is sad because I think movies that uh, like, you know, Blazing Saddles and and also Animal House, which was, um, you know, a, a group of downtrodden guys who uh, who get revenge on um, on, a, on, on a very strict dean, you know. And it's I, I, those kind of things, which were, uh, I would say, like some of the the happiest moments, kind of, you know, was the foundation for so much comedy that came after, uh, you know, Blazing Saddles and 
and Animal House. Uh, but some of the stuff that happens, like tonight, you have to look at it and you go, like, historically, like, Roger, if you look at Joe Biden and the Biden regime, I mean, it really is a Biden family crime syndicate, what's happening now. And if it wasn't the fact that 95% of all media is captured by this uh, illiberal, liberal intelligentsia, it, he, he would just be under constant assault. But he's not. You know, if you take a look, if you combine, if you look at, like, if you compare uh, Joe Biden to Nixon, Nixon resigned, got impeached, and then later resigned for uh, knowing and perhaps having a hand in the cover-up of the Watergate break-in. Now, if you compare that to the to Biden, you would have to say the it, Biden is the equivalent of not only did he know about the break-in and help cover it up, but he participated in the break-in, <laughs> broke in, and then after broke in and covered it up, got paid by the Chinese. So it's, uh, yeah. to me, it's another level. That, uh, it, I, I can't believe that it's uh, – it, I don't think he'll make it through past February of next year. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, it is uh, if comparing Watergate and Obamagate, which is nothing less than the uh, the uh, unauthorized use of the full legal authority of the U.S. government uh, and the extraordinary capability of our intelligence services to spy on and then launch an illicit, illegal effort to remove a duly elected president. We now know definitively, thanks to special counsel John Durham, who took his sweet time had to make sure the statute of limitations ran out so that the perpetrators of the most epic crime in American political history could not be prosecuted. There was no Russian collusion. And now you have, without any question, uh, in the case of uh, Joe Biden and the Biden crime family, evidence of extortion, uh, bribery, racketeering, money laundering, uh, illegal lobbying, influence peddling, multi-million dollar payments uh, to members of the Biden family, including Joe Biden, from China, from Russia, from Ukraine, specifically from a Ukrainian energy company that Joe was helping off by getting investigators uh, and prosecutors off their trail, uh, as well as Romania. Uh, We have a a two-term justice system. If Donald Trump uh, jaywalked Next week, it would be front page uh, uh, on every newspaper in the country. It would lead the news on CNN and MSNBC. Yet Joe Biden and his family literally steal millions, trade public policy positions uh, and his influence as vice president in return for millions of foreign dollars. Yet those in the media continue to tell us, oh, there's no proof. There's more than adequate proof. Let's take them at their word, Roger. Let's just say, let's just let's just go and all the way down the Democratic line. Joe Biden. Let's say he had absolutely nothing, did not benefit in any way. Just the fact that his whole family did it makes him the dirtiest, uh, the dirtiest president who ever served. As as if he never received any, any money. I mean, that that's that's how dirty and bad it is. And I just don't I can't believe you can't get one 
Democrat who would say that this is wrong. I mean, it really is like Soviet Politburo, you know, time where you just you just don't have they just vote in a block, the Democrats, and they just keep uh, they just keep their head in the sand and uh, and just hope that they can just just that the, the public has no imagination and has no curiosity. But I don't think it's going to last. I don't think it's going to maintain. I'm, I'm surprised that it's lasted this far. And I'm surprised at how uh, egregious and how ugly and, and obvious it was in the, in the Biden family's uh, theft and um, abuse of privilege. Uh, I, I just don't know. I mean, I, I would think that um, at some point you would have uh, somebody. I mean, the only person who's gently talking about it uh, in the political sphere is uh, on the Democrat side is uh, Robert Kennedy. And I would love for him to dig a little deeper, but he's such a good, nice guy, and he doesn't want to get dirty with politics that I think that's to his detriment because I think it is – it requires somebody to just just harp and stay on this and somebody from uh, the Democrat side. you know. And I support Bobby Kennedy, and I hope that um, – uh, you know, unfortunately, you're really dealing with um, uh, another crime syndicate, which is the Democratic National Committee. That is, that can just—they they make their own rules. They don't only have Democrats; they have delegates. They have super delegates. And and can, if Robert was telling me something the other day, which was amazing, that if you are running for president, and if you step into—I think it is New Hampshire or Iowa—to campaign, then they won't count your delegates in Georgia. And I, that can't be right. I, I, maybe I'm hearing that wrong. No, but it's that, that, it's that it's that crazy. No, that that is exactly right. This is the main reason I wanted to have you on the show today. You know, I had a very famous actor. Uh, you would know his name. Came to visit me, come to visit me uh, in South Florida not long ago. Supporter of mine, uh, a strong supporter of Robert Kennedy, as a matter of fact. I wanted to have dinner. I said, great, where do you want to go? He said, well, I'd really like to go someplace where we won't be seen. I said, pardon me? He said, well, you know how it is. I mean, if I was seen having dinner with you, people might think that I like Donald Trump, which I do, or that I support Robert Kennedy, which I actually do, uh, or that my politics are right of center, and then I wouldn't be able to get any work, and I'd be blackballed, and my life would fall apart. What I like about you, Rob, is I follow you uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, and whether it is uh, digital currency or whether it is climate change and that hoax or whether it is the transgender agenda uh, you you speak from the heart and you're a man of enormous courage uh and therefore your support of robert kennedy who uh, who i admire enormously now i've only met him once at a conference if you watch some people on x formerly known as twitter i'm his chief secret advisor which is nonsensical i admire him i like the fact that he's the only democrat who talks about sealing our southern border. He's the only Democrat who talks about health freedom. He's the only Democrat who is skeptical uh, about shipping billions more to Ukraine. Uh, he's the only Democrat who talks about the hollowing out of our middle class and the fact that the cost of groceries, basic groceries, has increased by 76% since Joe Biden has been president. So I think he's a man of enormous courage. On the other hand, I agree with you. Uh, so the way I look at it is, as Frank Sinatra was to John Kennedy, President John Kennedy, Rob Schneider is to Robert F. Kennedy. You have been valiant in your advocacy, and I, I really salute you for that. Well, I thank you for that. I mean, I, I don't I think you have to 
we have to ensure for the next generation of, of kids and children, one, their physical safety, and that they are under threat by the health agencies, which is a revolving door between industry, big pharma, which is the real drug company. Forget about you know, the Mexican drug cartels. That's just a few billion dollars. We're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars, hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars that the uh, legal pharma does. And they control uh, the recommend the the uh, the recommendatory the, the recommendation advisory committee for vaccines. So the idea that because here's what they did: they approved it, uh, the COVID-19 shot for children. And they didn't do that because children are they don't children are not susceptible to this thing. It is not a danger to children COVID-19 unless they have real you know unless they're taking cancer have cancer or cancer treatments that have real uh, immunological problems. Uh, which most kids don't, they, this is not an issue for them. But for, the, for big pharma, it is an issue because they have to have it on the child, um, the, the child shot um, schedule because if they do that, then they have no liability for any injuries at all. And so that's, what, um, so that's why they cared about that. And so what you have there is you have the revolving door between industry and the regulatory agencies, which are supposed to protect uh, uh, the, the health and uh, protect Americans. And what they're doing is they're just protecting the bottom line of big pharma, Pfizer, Moderna, and on these other companies, which are you know heavily owned by these giant conglomerates like BlackRock. And so what you have is you have someone who's willing to stand up against that, and I really admire him for that. And we have to I mean, since when did the Democratic Party become the censorship party, the warmongering party? I don't understand where that transition took, and I don't understand why there is not one Democrat not one who will talk about the fact that there has been hundreds of thousands of dead Ukrainians. We're talking 350,000, which is an old, which is a six-month-old statistic, five-month-old statistic. I mean, let's, to make it for the people can understand in the United States, really, it's seven Vietnams for us. We have 56,000 people, Americans, who died in Vietnam. You're talking seven Vietnams. So how much is enough? I mean, it's like in any divorce. I mean, I, I, God bless. I, I love the Ukrainians. My grandmother's Ukrainian. But we're going to have to have – you're not going to get everything you want in this peace settlement, but there has to be peace. There has to be peace. And you have to – you can't continue the slaughter. And uh, the fact that the, the Democrats that are wanting to continue this thing and pushing the, pushing, uh, pushing the world closer to a nuclear conflict, I, I can't believe it's happening. I mean, they're just – there's, they're more concerned about handguns. They're more concerned about, um, uh, you know, a, a slight temperature, which, of course, China and India won't have anything to do with the climate control. But it, the, the climate thing is another just a, a, another money grab, and it's another distraction. We have real problems in America that need to be handled, Roger. We have, we have 54%, another old statistic, 54% of our children have suffered from chronic, chronic illnesses. That would have been un, you know, when, when you and I were kids, they, they had, didn't have this. They didn't have childhood uh, diabetes. They didn't have rheumatoid arthritis. They didn't have ADHD and autism. Autism now, which is um, one out of every 36 kids. So what, what we're doing is we really need to have specific things, and that's why I really think Robert Kennedy, um, you know, is, is an important figure, win or lose, because at least these issues are being talked and discussed. He wants to stop. There's only two countries, Roger, that allow direct drug ads to consumers, and that is uh, the great country of New Zealand and the United States. Only two. Why only two in the entire world? Because it's wrong. 
You can't talk people into like wanting to take drugs that maybe they don't need. But that's the power of the pharmaceutical industry. They are the big, they, they pay for 85% of ads in a non-election year for all ads on television and the internet, all ads on radio, all ads everywhere in a non-election year. That is, and they pay for, they're the majority of, uh, of donors for, for political campaigns, not just the federal level, the state level. Every state congressman, every, every state uh, assemblyman, senator, at the state level gets money from pharma and so you really it is a behemoth and it is a is nothing short of bribery to uh push their drugs which aren't making we have the we spend the most on drugs roger in the country and we have the most unhealthiest people so at least robert kennedy well i don't agree with him on guns though he has moderated his position i think guns are the only the three the fact that america american citizens have 300 million guns is the only reason we were ever to climb out of that COVID tyranny, and it can only push us so far. And so I never was—I was never a big fan of guns. I didn't understand it until you see real tyranny and you understand why it's the Second Amendment and why the First Amendment uh, to free speech is so important. You have the first one, which is free speech, which we all need, and the whole everything falls apart. It's a house of cards without free speech, and you got guns right behind it because that backs up the free speech. And I really feel like now. Uh, you know, at least with Robert Kennedy, we'll have a chance to have some of these things discussed as we move closer to the election. And I think it's going to help moderate even the Republicans to come around to these common sense issues that uh, that Robert Kennedy talks about. Uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, I'm Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show. Uh, and we are talking to one of the most talented and revered comedians uh, in the country today, Rob Schneider, who is uh, outspoken on a number of his beliefs, uh, a strong and articulate supporter of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for the Democratic Party nomination. But if you just go to his feed on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, he is very articulate and uh, fearless. Uh, unlike so many in the show business area, he tells you exactly what he thinks, which uh, leads me to my next question, Rob. How have you dealt uh, with the issue of censorship, uh, uh, with uh, with shadow banning? Uh, are there... Are there uh, entertainment opportunities that you have lost because uh, you've been so outspoken and so forthright? I think I have, but like I said, the, the opportunities that I've already been given, um, I'm so grateful for that I would just like to pass this on and make sure that the my children and the children of today have those same opportunities to be able to speak their mind, to be able to have freedom of choice, to be able to... Um, uh, to be able to say what they want without uh, some sort of government repercussions. I mean, th that's the thing that another thing that was so stunning to me was we have to speak up when there is potential, when there is actual tyranny. I felt it coming under the Obama administration where you had um, the unconstitutional, you had the president now, um, routinely now the presidents and, and it's the Republicans and the Democrats now because of the abdication of congressional uh, leadership, they really have abdicated to the president. So you have this kind of emperor now, and neither the Republicans or the Democrats want to take away these, these vast powers that the Patriot Act, uh, the, the remaining parts of the Patriot Act that exist, because they don't want to have to deal with the reelection. They don't want to have to deal with um, making any choices 
or, or making legislation that can make them look bad for reelection. So they'd rather have just the president do it because they know he's got term limits. They don't. And they, their job is to keep getting reelected. So that's, I mean, I really feel like we, I think especially people who have a voice need to stand up and speak for really the most basic of, of what our, makes our country great. Free speech, free choice, the ability to, um, to have to get a job and to serve that job and not have to give in to any sort of government mandates. And that's what really pushed me over the edge was this, uh, the idea that you could get fired that it's your body, your choice if you want to kill kill uh, your baby. But if you want to uh, protect yourself and, and uh, not get an experimental gene therapy, then it's not your choice. You could lose your, your government job and you could, they can fire you from the hospital. At that point, that is medical tyranny. And I think people, luckily, people stood up for that. And uh, people stood up to that, enough of them. And, and that's what we need, Roger. We need, like, if you take a look at the... American Revolution, it was, you didn't get 50% of the farmers, they were all farmers then, to stand up and fight the Brits. It was between 3 and 5%. So I think you're seeing now, Roger, uh, 3 and 5%. And then when it comes to 15%, then you will see real change. And you'll see uh, what, what, what Americans really want to uh, retain in this great country, the greatest experiment in, human, in humankind, which is this uh, idea of the individual and freedom and that there's opportunity here. And that's why our borders are being overrun. People aren't running out of America. They're running to America. Why? Because it's the greatest country on earth. And it, it affords you the opportunity to, and which I, which I want to fight to maintain. If you work your tail off, you can benefit from it. And who doesn't want to have that opportunity? But there's so many countries that with such a closed system, and it's a constant fight between too much control and too much uh, the ability to just do whatever you want. That's chaos. We don't want that. We're going to be a rule of law. We're going to continue laws. And that's what made the American Revolution so special is that they didn't just discard everything from Britain. They kept the ability to own property and and they kept the, the same judicial system. So that was important. I mean, you know, it, they, it was slightly changed, but the idea of justice uh, was still there. And whereas the French Revolution, they just started cutting people's heads off. So uh, I really feel that there's a time to stand up, and the time is to stand up now. And, and for this next election that's coming up, it's important for people to get involved. And whoever you support, but uh, support it and just know that your voice needs to be heard. And, you don't, and to be fearless and stand up, and it may cost you something. It may cost me jobs, but I, I much prefer – to, uh, that my grandchildren know that I, I stood up for you know what I love about this country and I stood up for them so that their freedoms that they will hopefully continue to have as we move our way into the middle of the century. People need to remember that those who were cutting off people's heads at the beginning of the French Revolution were the people who were getting their heads cut off at the end of the French Revolution. Uh, America Absolutely. really is the last best bastion of hope uh, for Western civilization. Uh, we will, we can yet again be shining city on the hill, uh, as uh, Ronald Reagan called us. But you're absolutely right, Rob. Every, it's all up for grabs in this next election. Now, we not only have to have a fair nomination process in both parties. I, mean, I agree with you when you criticize the lockstep, brainless, zombie 
uh, Marxist Democrats. But in all honesty, I think our real problem is not just the Democrats. It is the gutless, feckless, weak-kneed, lily-livered, white wine-swilling, country club-belonging establishment Republicans (laughs) who don't seem to have any belly to fight for the country. The fact that no member of the Biden family has yet been subpoenaed to testify before Congress about the epic corruption uh, of uh, the Biden regime is just, it's it's mind-blowing. It really is mind-blowing. Well, well, there is a cowardness. There is a a, a real cowardice in Hollywood because when I first got into, you know, into acting, I thought, well, you know, people, I would think that the executives want to make movies that they put their name on, they could be proud of, and that stood for something. And then I really, after years, you realize um, they they don't work from that. They don't work from that perspective. They work like they know they're going to get fired from their cushy job. What will delay my inevitable firing the longest? And I have to say, Roger, it's the same thing with the Republicans now. It's like they are they are so fearful and they just don't want to push the button or don't want to go too far. And I got to tell you, that cowardice is noted. And I really feel like that is if they need to push this, they need to fight the, the fact that there is it, it, it isn't a drumbeat every day uh, is really telling that these uh, the Republicans just don't have any backbone at this point. And um, and you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it from the fourth estate You know the media is cowed and completely 95% in the pockets of the Democrats. So you have a real crime family at the very top of the American political system that is not uh, that, that is not completely under investigation. We really need to have this blown open because if it is if it is in its worst case scenario that he did receive that Joe Biden, President Joe Biden did receive millions of dollars, this will be the biggest crime that any president has ever perpetrated on the American public. Yeah, no, there's no question. It makes uh, Lyndon Johnson, who, you know, he and his wife owned millions of hours of stock in Bell Helicopter and Sikorsky, General Dynamics. They profiteered tens of millions of dollars on his escalation of the Vietnam War. This this makes that look like small potatoes. This is actually selling your your office, selling your authority uh, to the highest bidder, and in some cases to foreign nations who are enemies uh, of the United States. It will be the biggest scandal uh, in American political history. However, and I said this at the top of the show, the only reason Speaker McCarthy finally moved towards an impeachment inquiry, that's not an impeachment, that's not enacting the articles of impeachment, which, by the way, took Nancy Pelosi exactly five days to do against Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump with, with no real evidence whatsoever of wrongdoing. But the Democrats keep saying, oh, you have no proof. We have more than adequate proof. And McCarthy wants to study the matter. None of that would that would not even have happened had Congressman Matt Gates not scheduled floor time for around noon late last week. Uh, and it made it very clear he was going to make a motion to vacate the chair, which means remove Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Had Gates not taken that step, I still don't even think we'd have an impeachment inquiry. But the impeachment inquiry still has no teeth that the that the Congress doesn't currently have. It's basically uh, it's a fugazi. It's a it's a PR move to show people, oh, we're serious about this without taking 
actual action. It is really, really shocking. Nothing less than shocking. Robert, I was still... But I also think it's cover cover for them to say we have to fund and keep the government going because of this this inquiry. So that's also a double cover for them, too. So they don't have to do anything, and they can also say, but we're doing the inquiry, so we have to, to keep the inquiry going, we have to keep funding this bloated government. So it's really interesting, but I, I think the American people, I hope, are, are, are seeing this for what it is. And, and, you know, I'm all for term limits, and I'm all for kicking people out of office. I don't care what party you're in. I don't think you should serve that long. I don't think we should have dead bodies as senators in either party. Uh, I could not agree more. Okay, I'm fr- sorry we have to wrap this up. Rob, tell people where they can see you in the coming days and weeks. Well, I'm going to be, you go to robschneider.com where I'm performing and see where I'm, I'm at. And then the, the crowds have been crazy great because I think, you, you know, you're not going to hear what you hear from uh, what I say on television. <laughs> so anywhere. So it is nice where people come out and it, it really is a, a fun time. And it's it's jokes and it's um, it really is hopefully just, you know, what it is is a return to sanity. And most people uh, in America are calm and good people. And they want to continue the same freedoms for their children. And so, you know, that, that's it's just a, it's a good evening and, and with a lot of good jokes. And we have a great time. So I hope people want to come out and, and see me perform. And it's a real pleasure, Roger. And thank you for being a real uh, a beacon uh, of light during these times. I really appreciate you and I have a, a ton of respect for you. So let's uh, continue the good fight. Let's talk again soon. All right, folks, go to robschneider.com. You can see where this incredibly gifted, talented entertainer is appearing. Uh, he, he can make me laugh out loud. I can't say that about many other comics today. Uh, and like me, he finds a lot of funny material in everyday's news. Rob Schneider, thank you so much for joining us on The Roger Stone Show.